Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Howdy folks, this is episode 118 of The Hungry Gamers. Boom, boom. Uh, we are here powered by Audio Technica and 8bit.net. And as our fearless leader loves to say, we are also a proud card-carrying member of the hashtag 8-Bit Collective. Be sure to go and check that out for more episodes and more shows from the 8-Bit family. Uh, I am, of course, Salim Abraham, and I am joined today by two very special people, very, very dear people to me on such a special day too, no less. Uh, I am joined, of course, by Miss Ali Hart and uh, John O'Peck. Uh, howdy, folks. How are we today? Pretty good. Doing thanks. good. Good to be here. Thanks for inviting me back. I think this <laughs> like is... <it. laughs> I think it's my fifth episode, actually, so I'm celebrating. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think you've been in more than, like, one. Yeah, you're... you're you should just expect it now. You shouldn't okay. wait for the invitation. You should ask us when you're on next, really, Jono. When am I on uh, next? I know you've got nothing... <laughs> I'm already planning uh, next week. Probably much sooner than <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. Probably next week. I didn't know if you'd be game um, to have me back, Salim, after chickening out on The Last of Us and letting me down. I thought you'd be in hiding. I thought it would be only fair to bring you back so that you could have um, <laughs> your say. I just want you to explain uh, to me how you went from, uh, you know, gung ho. This is the greatest thing ever to. Yeah, I'm probably not going to finish this. Like, what was it that... Was it just you spent two weeks without touching it and then you just... I don't know. Explain it to me. I don't I don't understand something. Well, the, the, short, the short answer to that question is Battle for Azeroth. Um, <laughs> the long answer to that question, though, is really... Uh, I, I don't actually know. It doesn't take long. I know the game's only like 10 hours. Um, so why are you so confident I guess I that just you're saw- never going to go back? Well, I'm not. It's not that I'm not. I'm like I'll definitely finish it. Oh, that's, I'll that's definitely new. finish. It. I haven't heard hold that on. yet. Hold on, I'll <laughs> definitely finish it. But I just I knew I wasn't going to finish it in the two three week period that I think right. I'd initially set myself based on challenges and stuff. And and there were a lot of words thrown at the time about two weeks, mm-hmm. three weeks. NATO kept chewing my ear about the next thing about how I should go and play some other game i forget which one um but it was a very confusing time for all of us and in the midst of the chaos i just didn't get around to completing uh, the last of us well it was so, like you know incident i was gonna say sam i'm not gonna chew at your foot for this because you know i can totally understand that you started playing it and then maybe you just didn't want to keep playing it because it didn't pick your interest oh, yeah, so i it wasn't that though ali it was actually that um uh, like J- Jono was in Hawaii. You were in Hawaii, yeah. Jono, and I was at work, and I was doing some mundane work task, and I was also reflecting on how much I was enjoying this game, which doesn't happen to me often. Like I don't really sit down and think and consider, you know, story moments, arc, um, just the beats that uh, help a game. It's a special game. Yeah. It, it, 
It is, it was like it was a great game. <laughs> you had me you had was, me go on there so, for a while. I was fanboying. I thought that you were actually going to <laughs> follow through, but hey, I was. Oh, look, all right. I, I I'm a cereal flake. What can yeah. I say? Victim of wow. But incidentally, <laughs> incidentally, my housemate started playing it, oh. and um, I'd, I'd be sitting on the couch next to her, watching her go through it, and she. If you think I'm bad. And if you think Ali's bad, Jono, my housemate skips the, the cutscenes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> she plays she plays purely for gameplay. I've heard of these people. <laughs> I've heard of them. I, I like I was like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you skipping? How do you know what's going on? And she's like, I don't know, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Just, just, Get from point some, A to point B. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoot some people. Which is, you know, it actually is a a fine game to do that through. It's not like a great thing to do in that game, yeah. but the game's gameplay is kind of good enough that you'd you'd be entertained, I guess, going from from start to finish. Yeah, it can go. Either, Although, what do can, I know? You can do it either yeah, way. What do game. you know, Sam? <laughs> what do you know about this game? <laughs> it's it's. You, I was just saying you can go either way because I've seen like videos on YouTube where they've just stitched together all the cutscenes, and like you can just watch that and still understand the game, even though there is so much storytelling within the movement and and like the mm. exploration and stuff yeah but yeah, yeah i maybe it is a special you'll right. you'll finish it maybe before the, the the last of us 2 comes out right oh absolutely and yeah, please yeah. tell me you're not uh, one of these people that's like oh now i have to start from the start of the game because no, then no, you'll no, just never <laughs> you'll just never do it <laughs> yeah no it's it's fresh enough i know i'm where i'm up to at the moment is uh we've just gone to try and get a car and we're stuck talking to like I forget his Bill's name. I'm town? gonna call him old. I was yeah, his yeah. town. I was gonna call him old Gil. <laughs> we're, we're stuck in Bill's town, and um, he's got traps everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's that's where I'm up to at the moment. My housemate got there in like four hours. Yeah. Uh, she like she's just doing it on easy mode. Anyway, um, we are of course back for episode 118. I said it was a special day today. Happy Father's Day out there to all the fathers. Mm. Um, who are celebrating this lovely day with their children. Yeah, as well uh, to I'm those to... mothers as well that have to take on the role as fathers as well. A- absolutely. Of course, as well to uh, to mothers who are doing two parents' job in one. Um, there should be a day for that. What do you think, Ali? Badass fucking Mother's Day, yeah. Badass M's Day. And also um, Badass F's Day for, for the fathers who are stuck in the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> stuck in reverse. You should get two new holidays. They should be public holidays. Yeah. Uh, who do we talk to about this? I don't know. I don't know. This is a show about video games. Um, <laughs> who, who who wants to start? Ali, you you have. I'm always on. Uh, the name starts with top A. Of the list. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We'll hate, go in alphabetical order, I guess. Okay. Always hated school, but the bloody A's. Um, so I've actually noticed as I was typing in the list of games that I've been playing today, I've been playing a bunch of twos. Um, I don't know what that says. Mm. So um, I jumped onto Overcooked 2 on Switch. Um, I have yet to play it with other people, which is the way that I normally play this game. So this was actually my first go at playing single How player. Do you play and that it by fucking yourself? sucks. Oh my God. It is lame. How does it it work? is like. So you still have like two chefs, like, and then you, you've got to like get one set up doing one task and then you hit the bumper and then you go to another one and get them to do it. So you're, you're switching backwards and forths and oh. does it's it, really not enjoyable. Does it give you less no. of a score to reach for? Like, is it like a adjusted mm, yeah, so, goal? 
Because you, I can't yeah, imagine you it, could get anywhere near what you would with two people because it's only yeah, one I'm person ass- at a time. I'm assuming that the goals like are, are adjusted. Like yeah. I, from what I remember, the last one to get a gold star was like 370, I think, for three gold stars. Um, and in saying that, I've I've obviously only ever gotten the three gold stars, but I'm also one of those horrible people where I can't push forward until I get those three gold stars. <laughs> yeah. So I've unlocked the next mm. level. That's fine. But I'm like, nah, I ain't going anywhere until I get the third gold star. So. But yeah, yeah gameplay wise, ooh, this is not fun in single player. Not fun at all. I've got no one to yell at except for myself. Mm. Yeah, you can't yell. At yourself. I'm not a fan of games. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan of games that do that. Uh, uh, Clips does that, where if you want to do puzzles on your own, you have to switch between the characters, mm. and it just kills the pacing. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it's a bit sad, isn't so, it? It is. It's really sad. Like, well, it's it's how the game gets around, um, you know, the need for yeah. two players. Really, like, what else can you do if the whole game design is built around having multiplayer, mm. uh, a multiplayer setup? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to other people buying that on the Switch. Please, <laughs> please <laughs> play with me. Um, eh. <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, and then the second one that I played was Guacamelee Two. Oh, yeah. I absolutely loved Guacamelee mm. One. Um, that's I'm not really a platformer. Um, back in the day when I was like young, like I used to always play platformers because that was generally what you had available anyway. But yeah. I don't really play them now. Um, but Guacamelee is one of the ones that I will always go back to. Yeah, um, I love the style. I love the music. I love the gameplay. It really cuts the crap for you. Um, and then in Guacamelee Two, it really fucking cuts the crap. Um, if, if you didn't play one it just breezes past what the story was it kind of goes yeah figure out the controls yeah you're good all right get onto it um ha- i don't know how far into it i am i think i've gotten my second or third power um still haven't turned into a chicken yet mm. which is <laughs> a key factor yeah. in this game yeah <laughs> it's turning into the chicken <laughs> so um dialogue's fun in it too it's just a fun game um does it feel like the first one i I loved the first does it, one. Does, I, does it feel like the first one though? Like they haven't mixed uh, it up too much? Yeah, no, it does. It feels like the first yeah. one, but not in the same sense where you're like, I just feel like I'm playing the same mm. game. Like mm. it's like, it's familiar, but new at the same time. So yeah, um, yeah I, I actually got this on PC. Uh, I think the first time I got played it, I think I played it on either Xbox or PS4. Um, but in all honesty, if, when this comes to the Switch, I'll probably buy it on that as well. Just because it feels perfect for the Switch cool yeah. um, i never played any of them i, well, I, I never played it. the first one it's never rad. played the second one i really yeah. recommend this game yeah i'm gonna i don't usually out. finish yeah i don't usually finish games too much but um uh that guacamelee yeah had me i think i finished it actually mm. within like a couple of weeks to be honest so yeah nice has a draw um the other second i've been playing which everyone knows is destiny 2 um pretty much got my full purple armor now and just trying out pvp um, nice yeah oh you heard me the other day Can, playing pvp yeah. and it's a colorful experience in language um, oh you were, you were complaining a lot about people mushroom stabbing like uh teabagging other people you were very upset <laughs> I was. by that and you were you were you're on discord telling me i'm not with them i'm not with them like <laughs> It's, like you're embarrassed. I was embarrassed. It was embarrassing. Back your team, Ali. Be no, a team fuck player. my Get team. No, they're not being team players if they're fucking <laughs> mushroom stamping people's foreheads. Like, so I was you- like, that's such an old 
thing. So you were with them. <laughs> well, we we're on yeah. like I don't know who they are. Yeah. I just got put. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But yeah. me witnessing it, I'm just like, dude, no, like no, please stop. Because I felt like a really embarrassed mum, like really disappointed <laughs> in the team. Um, yeah, but then um, today everyone's trying out Gambit mode, um, which is the uh, like PVE. You get a group of people versing against um, like a horde of well, whatever whatever they choose and um, people are playing that today and i had a quick look at everyone playing it it looks fun it looks like your average kind of like mm. hordish mode kind of thing so hopefully i get to play that today hopefully fingers crossed so i think i'm gonna be on this destiny trail for a bit yeah once you I, i'm feeling something very similar with uh with wow at the moment which is also I, i'm also in a gear grind part of the game which um is just like there's there's no hook like it really mm. in gaming i can't think of anything that gets you is stuck playing a game as a good old-fashioned gear grind <laughs> um especially when it matters like especially when it's really relevant to the game mm-hmm. like when new content's coming out it sucks like i love it but it sucks i i don't know like i know a part of me should hate what what they're essentially doing like i can see and i'm not an idiot i know what they're doing they're making me just do the repetition and doing it over and over again but i mean i'm coming back i'm doing it i am enjoying myself so i mean it's all good me yeah Yeah. (laughs) can i um can i ask just to like put a put a time um to how long it's taken you to get from uh we'll say where you started your gear grind to where you are now oh okay like how many hours hours you know what like i had a friend that actually took me through it um because mm. he was high level and everything um okay. but in all honesty it only took me like we'd probably play about like three hours a night and then maybe three nights a week and i went from your basics to purple within that time span so i'd say two weeks with yeah three three hours a day 14 a days day. yeah. two weeks yeah, so you're looking at um, like 42 hours. Yeah, that makes it sound a little bit bad. That's a work week. <laughs> that's well, it's, <laughs> it's not bad. It's like it's it's pretty good. You spaced it out well. But you've also like three hours a day is a pretty solid commitment. Um, all right, Destiny. cool. <laughs> I don't think that'd be the same for WoW, would it? I just assume that with those kind of games. No. Yeah, no, three hours. Like, three hours is like what? Three hours a is lunch break. enough to... <laughs> It's like, it's, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> three hours, three hours. Those are rookie numbers in WoW. Oh. Yeah. yeah no. um, Jono, mate, what, what have you been up to this week? A little bit, a little bit. I have, well, since I last was on here, I think I was playing Mega Man 6, 5 or 6 at the time. I finished both of those, went back and finished the first Mega Man. So I'm done with oh. that legacy collection for now. And nice. I have moved on. I'm still just waiting for Spider-Man, but in the meantime picked up uh, a night in the woods which is on sale and how is that it's interesting um it got a lot of hype last year it was in some game of the year discussions Mm. so i was going in with pretty high expectations and i've been a little bit disappointed probably because of that because it's a perfectly fine i guess it's an old school adventure game but it's not because there's no puzzles really it's yeah it's a hard one to peg because the dialogue is fantastic it's uh, really snappy and a really, I think, cool representation of like young adults because it reminds me of uh, you know going back home 
from uni in the holidays or in catching up with people and family and, and that's kind of what the story is but obviously it's animals but it also mm. feels really uh i guess I'm, I'm 30 now so i'm not by any means that age but it feels like how 20 year olds would talk now <laughs> oh. uh, so it, they've done a really good job with the writing i wish there was voice acting because that kind of takes a little bit away from it for me in terms of just like the comic timing i think that really misses like the jokes don't hit as hard as they could uh okay. and yeah there's no puzzles and stuff so it is really just go to this point and then go to this point and there's a few little extra things you can do but yeah it's taken a while i'm i think i'm almost finished and there hasn't really been like a conflict in the game it's kind of like an indie movie where nothing happens if that makes sense oh, like one of those mumblecore okay. movies and i think there might have just been a bit of conflict in like the last couple of hours but yeah it's not like a a mystery to solve or anything like that it's more just a, okay. a slice of life and maybe some self discovery that kind of thing yeah you may have just mm. saved me a purchase because that game has been sitting on my wish list. Um, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, on sale at the moment. I think it's half price on PSN if you are curious. And it's definitely, I'm not, I don't regret playing it, especially for, you know, just being in like purgatory waiting for Spider Man to come out. Mm. But yeah, if you're expecting something like uh like a lucas arts or a broken age i was really hoping it was more along the lines of broken age and it's mm. not um but oh. yeah it is a very it's a laugh out loud um writing experience oh. so it's yeah it's, it's worth checking okay. out it's just have to go into it with the right expectations i think okay hopefully mm. with that kind of uh <laughs> explanation yeah. now now i know what i'm going into <laughs> now that i've knocked it down a few pegs but yeah, yeah and the, yeah. like the art style is really cool it's kind of like a uh, it reminds me of the old like cut out pe- uh, pieces of paper used in animation and that kind of mm-hmm. thing, which is yeah. kind of cool. And the relationships are all quite interesting and, and unique, I think, too. So, yeah, definitely if if it's your kind of thing from what I've described, you should check it out. But if you're looking for mm-hmm. an actual challenge and uh, puzzles and that kind of thing, it might, be, it might be a skip. But the other game I've been playing, uh, it was only a kind of brief experience because it's... I guess a pre it's like a demo but it's the nba 2k prelude for uh the oh. upcoming nba 2k 19 shout out to pez mm. and that was it's just basically like the introduction to the my career mode so it's maybe like two or three hours where you create your player and in this story they start off like missing the like the nba draft they don't get picked so they have to go play in china and you play a couple of games over there and oh. there's a bit of story woven in there it's got uh, anthony mackie i think that's how you pronounce his name from the avengers movies and some there's some actually some really like big name actors they've put into this Haley joel osmond michael rapaport and some other cool dudes but yeah it's really yeah yeah, yeah that's what you, i was like Haley <laughs> joel osmond. yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's rad what is michael what's michael rapaport doing in it? Uh, i think I haven't got to the point where he's at it, but he's in the trailer. I think he's like a trainer or like a coach or something. Yeah. <laughs> he's awesome though. I love that dude. I yeah. didn't realize there was so much depth into these sport games where you, there oh, was yeah. actually like a campaign mode. Like, Yeah. It's it's pretty... I, I don't like, play sports. A couple of years ago, they had Spike Lee sports. directing it. So, you know, oh. it's <laughs> they put a fair bit into it. And like, I know a lot of people who play it just 
don't care about that side of it. They just want to skip through the cutscenes and get to where mm. they can like grind up their players and level up and play online. But oh. I've always been about the the kind of career mode, so it's 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 important to me. I just realized I did know that stuff because of the WWE games, but yeah. I never played campaign, so yeah. And I think that the 2K like NBA games have been ahead of their ahead of the curve in a lot of ways because you see like madden's doing it now with i think it's called long shot or something and then the fifa games mm. have done it recently last couple of years just adding that kind of story mode yeah mm. oh yeah 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 mm. um to, i think 2017 which was released in 2016 was the first fifa game to mm. have a story i, I think that's the case yeah. or it might have been 2018 yeah yep and like nba 2k has been doing it for like six or seven years yeah wow um are they still doing the face scanning thing because that's the only thing i ever yeah. remember from nba like games is that people would make monstrosity <laughs> face scanning uh, it works a bit better now technology I, I, yeah. I made a few weird looking ones before i got it right it's all about just getting the right lighting basically all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, my I was life. reading. This isn't. Um, I didn't. I didn't put this in the news this week because I feel like we've talked about it to death. But um, there was there was news this week that the microtransaction changes um, that were being enforced in Belgium, Germany. I think Belgium, that right? Yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Um, took effect last week um, for games uh, made by Two K and Blizzard um so basically the what is it is it like the all-star card packs in 2k games my team you get the think, players yeah. for your the my team that's yeah. what it's called so those are gone loot boxes are gone in overwatch and loot crates um are gone in heroes of the storm they're just gone uh, completely yeah they, they're gone completely oh. um what blizzard have done i'm not 100 percent sure what 2k have done i wouldn't be surprised if it is the same as what blizzard did um but what blizzard did was basically leave all of the content in there and just um make it available through in-game currency which makes sense i guess um but their uh their post on on um on blizzard's forum uh, was to say that you know they don't want this to ruin the the gaming experience for players, um, which it would I guess if you can't get everything. Yeah. Um, so so they've just gone ahead and done that. I was actually really interested to see what they would do um, to get around this and how it would work. I thought it was also going to apply to uh, Hearthstone. Um, so I was really interested to see how you get around that with a, a CCG, mm-hmm. uh, but. Not the case. Apparently, CCGs are exempt from these rule changes. So, could you put on like a VPN to Belgium and then get access to all this stuff without having to pay for it? Uh, uh, wonderful question. <laughs> I have no. <laughs> I have no idea. That's a great question. I guess you could, uh, because we did something similar with Paragon in yeah. early access. Um, oh, in. <laughs> I don't know if you did it too, Ali, but Brendan and I set up American accounts on PSN, right? Um, no, which didn't th- actually require a, P- uh, a, a VPN. Why didn't I have to do it? I don't know why. I, I was know. fine. This was because I was PC. This was early, early access. Yeah, I think maybe because mine was uh, PC. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, that's just a little, a little aside mm. um, for our friend at 2K. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty. 
Well, I mean, like, this is what will happen if these rules are more widely accepted and adopted. Um, anyway, cool, cool. Uh, when is 2K coming out? The NBA 2K19 coming out? If you get the, like, pre-order special edition or whatever, it comes out this Friday, the 7th. And then I think, cool. otherwise, it's, like, Monday or something. But, yeah. Hmm. So, it'll be competing with Spider-Man Just- for a few days. I was going to say, just in time for you not to play <laughs> yeah. it because you're playing Spider-Man. Um, well, keep your uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. I've never actually played a 2K game. Oh, really? Uh, like an NBA 2K game. Yeah, not as far as I'm... Yeah, no, definitely not. Fake, ever. fake fan. You didn't play wrestling? I, it's not that I'm a fake fan. I'm actually <laughs> a new NBA fan. I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm a new NBA guy. Yeah, cool. so I'm, I'm I might have to jump that. onto it. Yeah. Get in there. Play with Pez and me and, and uh, Brendan. We'll, we'll get some two-on-two going or something. I'll see if Pez sweetens the deal for us. <laughs> hey Pez, Hi. wink, wink. Um, this this week, uh, for for me, I've been playing, of course, Battle for Azeroth. Um, I, I've been faking my way through it. Uh, so <laughs> I'm playing a, a healer class, and Ali, as Ali was gear grinding and you know um, trying to rid herself of the shame of playing with players who were teabagging their <laughs> fallen enemies, um, I too was doing a lot of defending. Um, of myself i was playing a mythic zero dungeon so it's the hardest content available at the moment it's not very hard in the grand scheme of things but it's the hardest thing you can do at the moment to gear up and it was my first time it's like dungeon raids or sorry dungeons on the hardest difficulty that you can do Hmm. there are very specific tactics that players employ to get through these dungeons which um, typically require like research and reading up and videos I was going in blind um, and also playing a healer class that's very difficult to play a restoration druid and also I'm not, I'm not very good is what I learned <laughs> and like we were wiping on trash <laughs> and and I was just like every time it happened I just kept typing I'm so sorry <laughs> 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 did you ever okay, tell never. them that it was your first time i did yeah i did so i ended up getting in the discord channel with them and it was just awkward because every time something bad would happen the discord channel would just go silent <laughs> and, and i knew that they were talking amongst themselves it went from like me just kind of going in all like hey guys yeah let's do it to the end i was like well i guess i'll be going now i'll take my one bit of gear that i got i actually got a nice little gear upgrade in there too which was good at least you um, got something out of it yeah something for um for swallowing my pride it was it was not fun um the gear grind is real in that game though like there's so much to do so many dailies mm. it's actually quite overwhelming i think uh, and some people like um I, i'm following friend uh chinglish ryan who's um geared up like four characters now to <laughs> to max gear level or raid ready gear level and i'm still on my first like it's crazy i, I don't know some people can just sink so much time and and some people do it way more efficiently than I do as well, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I just suck. I thought after all this uh, time, you'd be like a pro, man. Sounds like you've, you've dedicated a lot of time to something you're not very good at. I, uh, <laughs> it's, it's what's become apparent to me as well in recent days, Jono. Um, yeah, it's okay. I don't know. I'm just, trying to be, I'm just trying to be humble about it, I guess, because... <laughs> I'm just messing last, with you. It's all good. Uh, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. I've been... I've been staring into the mirror all week asking these questions. What are you doing with your life, Sam? 
<laughs> playing Battle for Azeroth, wasting time there. Um, don't be surprised if you never hear me talk about Battle for Azeroth ever again. I would be shocked. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, so, so can I tell a story? What? I think it was. Yeah. It might have been uh, like two months ago. I was on this podcast. It might have been during mm-hmm. the podcast or after the podcast. But I remember you saying that you can't talk about WoW for more than thirty seconds before people's eyes start to glaze over. Yeah, and every yeah. episode of The Hungry Gamers since then, you've put that to test. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've probably talked about it for like five minutes per episode. I, I Honestly, though, it's like, it's crazy um, how addicted I've become to this game. It's it's an addiction. Yeah. I, I'm actually the kid on 60 Minutes who's not going to school for two years. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, buddy, people. Yeah, man, yeah. that was crazy. That was crazy. That that made me chuckle when I saw that at work. Um, you'll you'll post about that. There's a 60 minutes episode that would have, well, it would have already been airing. It would have already aired in Australia if by the time you hear this. But anyway, um, apparently gaming's bad for you. Mm. Um, and it's just gaming's fault. It's got Not nothing parents, to do with yeah. parenting. Parents are ex- on Father's Day as well. They air this story of yeah. all days. Have have some respect. Um, Anyway, all right, enough about that. On to two, two brand new games uh, for me, or 1.5 brand new games for me. Um, I've been playing MapleStory on mobile, which is a mobile version of the old classic MapleStory. Um, I actually played MapleStory as a teenager. It was a, it was a learning experience for me. I might have even played it before I first played World of Warcraft. Um, <laughs> just going way back then. Um, <laughs> Maple Story actually taught me a little bit about the birds and the bees, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Oh God! So I'm scared now. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrified. Well, it's, look, it's a really, it's a really PG story. Trust me. Um, I couldn't, for whatever reason, my computer's web browser at the time um, wouldn't let me actually register a, an account for Maple Story on their website. It just didn't work, so I had to get my friend to do it, um, who was playing with me. And just to like stuff around, he made me a girl. Uh, sure so, which which was like which totally he got me. He totally got me because when I logged in and my character was a girl, I was like, ah, oh, what are you doing, man? I don't want to be a girl. I can't play this game right now as a girl. I was like 12, 13. It was the worst. Oh, thing I ever thought you were talking about me. now. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this was this is two thousand and two or three. Um. So he was like, he totally got me. So anyway, he wouldn't fix it. And I was stuck playing a girl and I started just playing and people would roll up to my character and just drop cool items in front of me <laughs> for me to pick up. Like people would just drop weapons and stuff. Real Welcome to level. being a female. Happens to yeah. me all the time. People just come up yeah. and just drop a sword in front of me. I'm like, hey, thanks. <laughs> Finger guns. Yeah, it was, it was, it was it. Did you so, uh, push it any further than that? Uh, no, look, we played this game for maybe a week. Yeah. So That's a great story. I, was... I don't know where you'll find it, but it's on some kind of OK Beast content where Alex Van Aken admitted to like catfishing dudes to like get them to like oh, buy no. stuff for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I don't know if it was World of Warcraft or what, but yeah, shout out, shout out to Dude. Van Aken. <laughs> it's, a, it's also like an always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. As well, was... Frank plays a female character with a big, big rack, I think. <laughs> Yeah. So good. Uh, it works. Well, it worked. I think maybe people are a bit smarter. It has been 16 years. Yeah. Oh, my God. No. 16 years. No, they... Um, 
It might have been later. I might have been 15, but still 10 years at least. Um, so anyway, Mo- Mo- Maple Story M, um, it plays exactly like Maple Story did uh, way back when, when I played it. You're um, basically running around as your explorer killing... You're basically a terror. Like the, the monsters you kill are so goddamn cute. It makes me feel bad almost. Um, my character class, the class names are crazy. Like they don't just have like warrior mage. Um, they've got, uh, I'm playing a Corsair, which is like a little gunner, like a dude with the little rifle. Um, there's like Dark Knight. There's a knight, knight, Batman. something. There's a, a bishop. Um, it is really weird. They're it not, is. yeah, they're, they're very obscure classes, but you get upgraded at level 30, I believe. Um, my guy's like level 16 uh, still. I've just had it on like auto quest, which, um, which works wonders for me. Uh, it's like my second RPG that I'm playing while I'm playing my real RPG. <laughs> um, but it, it actually does it in a really inefficient manner. So the auto questing really only uses basic skills to complete the quests. You can do it like there's not really a gear a need to gear up, I don't think, until much later on. So you can actually get quite far from what I've seen with just crap gear. But you don't use like really efficient moves to clear mobs or anything. So it takes a while if you're just doing auto quests. It's probably a bit faster to do it manually. Um, it's okay. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a mobile game. Mm. Uh, I probably won't play it for too much longer, I don't think. I just want to see what my guy's like next job is. I've purposefully... Um, uh, not I've purposefully been trying to uh, not find out. It's just that I looked for about five minutes trying to find guides on where the character classes go. And it's obscure. Like I can't find a single thing to tell me what the progression's like in any of these games and CBF going on to YouTube looking at videos because it's why it just doesn't need that effort. Hey, guys. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Hey, guys. Standard, standard uh, video yeah, game YouTube There'll video. be like one Maple Story Pro. <laughs> or something it's just that's his racket um but anyway maple story m it's free uh you definitely can get in-game purchases i haven't done so um yeah. just auto quest siri gets you if you're interested in playing that game after my or be a female. review or be female maybe i should have done that maybe i should have disappointed seen that you if didn't could have got some free gear evolved yeah yeah um Hello. Just, just on a side note, every female in a in a game that I see in like WoW, like every female avatar, I straight up immediately assume guy. I Why immediately assume you? guy. Yeah, like I, I just, I know there are obviously women out there who play these games, but I just, I, I think nine times out of ten, you're looking at a guy, hmm. um, someone whose friend set up their account for them. Yeah. yeah. Well, Pez, <laughs> I think Pez talk, talking about Pez. Pez actually said to me once that he makes all of his character avatars women who looks like his wife and like the real <laughs> cheesy thing he says after that is because i want to look at my wife like you know she's hot i want to play some like if i'm going to watch something for hours why not my wife which is really sweet and stuff but like yeah there are people out there who have reasons to play female characters so just i don't know anyway i assume i mean female. i play i play female characters not because i am female um, but because like appearance wise, they just look more appealing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I see. I think the opposite. I think the guys like just bulking out on plate armor look pretty <laughs> sick, but you know, I don't know. Um, I've also played like 10 more minutes of, um, Stardew Valley, Ali. 
the what? <laughs> I like it. I like there's just only a few more minutes of it. So how, well, what did you do? You picked up an onion? Like it's a hundred percent more of the game than I've ever played. <laughs> um, so uh, no, I, I want to play the co-op, and I was playing it at a time where it wasn't really appropriate to like start messaging people. It's quite early in the morning, but um, uh, yeah, I want. I actually, I think I need to play the co-op because. I'm not doing it right. It's very clear to me that I'm not doing it right. I think we've got a team of four then for the co-op. Because I know Brendan wants to give it a go. And then NATO's obviously on board because he thinks he's fucking Casanova or Stardew Valley. Um, and then I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. obviously always <laughs> aboard. So. Uh, yeah, well, look, you, me, Brendan and Casanova, we can we can get together. We can set up a <laughs> farm. I don't mind. Um, it's 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 a okay, I don't know. Like I was I was certainly more into it when I was playing it for 10 minutes the other day but uh i found that i was running out of energy really quickly or i was running out of things to do my first two quests were to like grow a tree and then to meet 42 people in the the town you don't have to like that's just shit in the background like your main priority is to make that fucking farm and make it make money and then you buy more stuff and then you expand and then you like buy chickens oh, and then you, so you, you know don't follow the so you quests. don't have to worry about the quests. You can do them, they're in the background, but no, you, your focus is on that farm, man. I, I had a really Turn touching a moment. I had a really touching moment with a fisherman on a wharf. Oh Willie. <laughs> yeah, Willie. But also he sent me a letter out of nowhere. He was like it was like day two and I looked in my mailbox and Willie I hadn't even seen this guy. Stranger to me. Um, put a letter in my mailbox saying, I've got something for you, come to the wharf. <laughs> it's at the southern end of town. Sounds just yeah. yeah, I was sus on him from day one, but I still went. He gave me a fishing rod. That's yeah. pretty cool. And then I got a fish. I got a marlin. Or yeah, something. and then you could turn a profit. Can I? Okay. Yeah, All right, yeah I was you just take that fish, it. put it in your uh, little your box outside, and then yeah. um, end of day, they'll get you some money. There you go. Anyway. All right. Well, that's Stardew Valley. Uh, let's do a co-op. Let's mm-hmm. let's do that, and I'll give you my true feelings about this game. But until then, uh, I still probably won't play it for too much on my I'm own. Do I, it just seems boring as AF. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't get into it. It really does. Like it really doesn't seem fun or therapeutic or anything like that. Wow. Um, I'm not a grindy like all the stuff you guys are talking about grinding and upgrading gear. Like I I feel like you need that like gene in your body to enjoy Stardew as well because it's just a grind. Yeah. Like I've I've played like a 30-day cycle or whatever, which I don't know if that's... That's probably nothing in the context of this game, but I still just haven't been able to get to a point where it's fun. Yeah. yeah. No it's... offense to the uh, hardcore out there, including Ali. <laughs> the person's already bought it on two consoles, yeah. Only two, huh? To the, to the star heads out there, or the fanatics. Yeah. Um, I'll I tell you what, what I want to get into in the next week. Uh, is a I've just got a like a, an itch to play either like Civ or some kind of Total War game. I just I've got a strategy game itch I need to scratch. I've been um, playing Rise of Nations. Is that the one that I've been playing? Yeah, Rise of Nations. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Never played is it. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Maybe I'll play that. You should give that know, Jurassic I'll... Park one a go, Salim. Oh no, I've seen Make so Brendan many happy. people play that on Twitch. Makes no, I, hate, <laughs> I don't want to f- fucking play that game. First of all, it, I don't know. It looks fine, but it's not. It's not the kind of game I'm after. Like a war game. I want right. to. I want to go. To you want to kill things. You know. I want to kill. Like that Jurassic Park game is more akin to Stardew Valley to me than it is to Total War. Sure. Massive. 
Yeah. Sure. Um, anyway, I think that kind of wraps up what we've been doing for the week. Let <laughs> us get into the news. This week's news headlines. And kicking it off today, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, it's a game. Got 44 minutes of gameplay trailer. Uh, of gameplay, sorry, um, that dropped this week, which came out of nowhere. I don't know if um, you know Project Red had, had said anything about it beforehand. I wasn't really paying attention, but all of a sudden on Friday morning, here we go. We've got we've got gameplay. Uh, I obviously didn't get a chance to look at it. I was too busy tending to my farm, but I know you two did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that ten minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a long ten minutes. Uh, what are your thoughts from what you saw, guys? Yeah. Well, the, the way that they actually kind of led into this announcement was that um, Pro- CD Projekt Red actually did one of those things that like how Fallout did was where they just started streaming just, you know, video of something random where on this it looked like it was data, like, mm. you know. Lines of code, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, lines of code. It's just going down and down and down and down. And, down. and it was like this long live stream. And then obviously then the then the gameplay started so um first of all i'm kind of getting sick of that unless there's like awesome cool background like like if people could actually like decode stuff or like they can take what's being like streamed and being like oh you know i got this information from it that's cool but if you're gonna do something like that just just surprise us with the trailer or just say hey we're about to show you a trailer in an hour tune in live oh you're talking Uh, about as well like what um uh, Bethesda did with Fallout. Mm, with the TV. Yes. What's what, is, is that also 77? Yeah. No, no it is. 76. Yeah. 76, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Close. It's close. It is. <laughs> it's close. It's only one number off. <laughs> Very close. It's as close as you're going to get. Um, but in regards to the actual gameplay, um, the trailer, I, I wish I didn't watch as much as... I, you know what? Actually, I kind of wish I didn't watch it because it's... Out, it's left a bad taste in my mouth um the gameplay that i saw didn't look as polished as i thought it was going to be um there was a lot of moments where i'm like okay so this element like the background setting looks really um like i guess the best way to say is realistic but then like as she's reloading her gun it looked very animated and cartoony so it Mm. kind of took me out of it again and i felt like i was constantly being like like zoomed in and out kind of like when i played yakuza and like how like the gameplay looked very cartoony but then there were elements where the the movie sequence was very realistic and it just it really it throws it throws you out of it Mm. i think i think it makes the lesser more prominent when you have really really good and then you have shitty graphics and then i think it just makes you reflect so i kind of wish i didn't watch it um there were tits on screen tits on twitch so that's, I thought that would have been right up your alley. Tits on Twitch, yeah. Well, no, I I obviously paid attention to that. Um, that was the whole <laughs> joke. Is that why was CD Projekt Red allowed to have it? Because um, <laughs> yeah. it's a, against the terms of services, I'm pretty certain. So um, yeah, that was a spectacle, and people didn't like the swearing. Mm. Everyone had a problem with the swearing. Right. Who's everyone? I don't know. That, yeah. I feel like that was one of the main things that like people were bitching about on my the Twitter feedback. feed. Yeah. All right. They were like, oh, what's with all the swearing? The swearing was so off-putting. I'm like, actually, the voice acting seemed very off-putting, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Jo- uh, yeah. Jono, what, what were your thoughts, mate, from what you've seen? Mm. I skimmed through 
parts of it. I probably watched 15 minutes total, but I just didn't want to go in. Like, I, I like to know that a game is good and then not know everything about it. So I know it's very far away and that this game probably wasn't going to spoil much, but I just didn't feel like watching the whole 44 minutes. So yeah. I thought it looks, you know, as we expected it to. Uh, the, you know, when you've got voiceovers and you've got all this kind of thing, it takes away a little bit of the experience of knowing what it's going to feel like to play through the game because you don't really know, mm-hmm. like, this has been put together for the purpose of showing the game off rather than yeah. just here's a chunk of actual... 44 straight minutes of gameplay but from what i did see yeah it's 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 been cool just to i guess see what everyone saw at e3 i was surprised that they didn't like leak this or not leak but release this at gamescom publicly because i knew that Mm. that's been that's happened in the past where stuff that's been shown off at e3 has then come out around that time and i guess it's only a week later so it makes sense it wasn't in that sense a complete shock that we got to see it now but yeah, I mean, it looks really good. I'm surprised, like Ali said, that uh, the writing, like that's something I've seen criticized a lot on Twitter and social media is the dialogue, particularly from like the Latino character. I'm, su- mm. I'm surprised mm. with all the praise that this got at E3 that maybe I just missed it, but I don't remember any of the media mentioning that side of it. And then mm-hmm. it was like an immediate, oh, this there's problems with this when it hit the public so i don't know maybe it was just the hype that people were got bought into or i think max scoville from ign pointed out that yeah it is a gritty game but it's also like kind of meant to be 80s cheesy kind of as well so i don't know if that's an excuse uh, but I'm for not... like bad writing or if it's just yeah what do you guys think? i'm not getting that full vibe though it's like if you're going to go on that angle they they give it to me consistently don't be like oh yeah i just we threw it here and there kind of thing like that it's like if you're going for 80 cheese then go go for 80 cheese yeah i, I yeah, might be I'm misquoting not, um... him he might not have said 80s cheese but it was along those lines of that yeah. this is the tone sure. that they're going for not just that it's bad and you wouldn't expect city project red to drop the ball with that given the witcher was so good and yeah, yeah i don't know what do you think Salim? even though you haven't seen I, it <laughs> what no like i i haven't so this isn't really commenting on um the ali thought that was the funniest thing ever it by was. the way that that throw to i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving jono's sass this episode it's so good um no so look all right yeah obviously i'm, I'm not going to be able to comment too much on the actual gameplay um, video itself but from what i understand of it it's only to show up certain features of the game hmm. to date particularly like um you know it's, it's showing the progression system yeah the upgrades it was also the, meant to show yeah that uh, uh, there was a little bit around um how moves look in a in in a boss battle and i think as well it's it's about exploration as well um on your comments about like writing i i, I think you can write for whatever you're trying to for whatever world you're trying to create so if they're not quite delivering then that that's a writing issue like it's not that it's impossible to pull off 80s sci-fi you know um the problem with i think 80s sci-fi is that it's almost comical now mm-hmm. to to go back to that world like um kung fury if you think about like kung fury that's kind of what 80s sci-fi is for me at the moment blood dragon like, the far cry dlc was like that too yeah mm. it's it's like super sensationalized it's not really a setting that's kind of appropriate for dramatic storytelling um but at the same time i don't know that 
this game is trying to do that either. Mm. Um, but I like I I don't know. It's very early days. There's not even a release date yet, right? No. So so maybe just like take it with a you know yeah it's early days. So like exactly things things will change. Um, and they'll, they'll listen that coming well. up. They'll pay attention you know? to the criticisms, and I'm sure that they'll address them. That's kind of like I know this game is being designed the way that it's being designed, but I'm still kind of holding out for an optional third person view because that's more the way that I like to play games. Um, I was going to say they seem to be um, holding holding steady yeah. on on the first person perspective. Mm-hmm. So, well, I've very uh, much been in the camp that this is a studio that we need to trust 100 percent and like just wait for what they're going to give us before we complain like so many people have jumped on that uh that level of criticism since e3 but at -hmm. the same time as as much as i respect whatever their vision is i just kind of would like the option i just want the option like it's not gonna i don't know i don't feel like it's gonna break the game to have the option in there like like it is in fallout and like it is in star wars battlefront like you can make it so that there's no advantage to third person. Like they don't have to make the controls work differently. They can steer you towards first person. But I just think, especially I've read about people who literally can't play first person shooters because they get motion sickness mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So I don't know. I just feel like throw yeah. in a, a tacky option for third person and, and keep everyone happy, especially since you spend so much time creating the visual look of your character to only see them in cutscenes. Yeah, yeah. I um, I wonder what the challenges are to to actually include a mm. third person. Um, I imagine it's like a cover system for combat, and they probably don't want to have an inferior version of that. But mm. yeah. Mm. Moving on, moving along here, we um. Uh, like this next one makes me smile a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you, Ubisoft won't be releasing Assassin's Creed, another Assassin's Creed game in 2019. They're, they're taking a break, mm. uh, which is very unlike them. Yes. <laughs> so um, this is a... I'll, I'll take this because I added it to the list, but I think I read in this story that, you know, we had the break for Origins. Obviously, they, they took two years for that. Mm-hmm. And... I was pretty disappointed to see that they were coming back so soon with, uh, what's this new one called? Odyssey. But mm. but then I realized, okay, there's two different studios working on it and they were both built over a couple of years, but it's still showing like less than what they would have got working together on those games if they spaced them out a bit more. So I'm glad they're taking time off again. I think what they came back with uh, with Origins was really impressive as a a game that they spent some more time on and i really hope that the difference between syndicate and origins i don't think we'll see that with the difference between origins and odyssey but i'm really hoping we see that again between odyssey and the one that comes after that i think that games this big i know that they'll sell probably regardless but for people who aren't like i buy them every single year you're going to get a lot more attention if you space them out, take some time, actually change things up and make it something that people don't know exactly what they're going to get like you so often do when you've played like a run of three in a row. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly a franchise that's been plagued by uh, criticism that the games are so 
inconsistent, particularly mm. I want to say maybe the first five, right up into um, uh, up into Syndicate. Syndicate was the fifth, right? That was the one after Black Flag. Well, there was others in between there. They just weren't numbered. Like you had Rogue and you had something else. That see, I don't even know. <laughs> they had one that came out on current gen and next gen at the same time. That was kind of like the dark period where things dropped off after after four, which was great. I love Black Flag, but Black yeah. Flag's the is is it correct to kind of assume that Black Flag's the really pinnacle of the series? I think no, it is, but is. most people would say two because it was the first one that like nailed it. I think the first mm-hmm. one was a a sign of a cool engine and a cool concept for exactly. a game, and then the two was like, okay, now we've got you know the extra systems and the story that works and blah, 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 blah. I think Black Flag was the first one since two to kind of take it into a next step and add all that extra naval combat and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, right. Yeah. That's still, that's exactly right. for me, it's like the pinnacle in terms of if I was going to go back, back and play another one that I've already played, it'd be Black Flag. It wouldn't be two, but yeah. That's right. me, yeah. Ali, you were an Assassin's Creed poison. No, unfortunately, it really did lose me. I absolutely loved 2, and mm. I didn't mind Black Flag, but I never finished it. Um, and then I think I dabbled in one of the more recent ones, but I just, and I know I'm going to get hit for this, but it's just, it feels unoriginal. I feel like I'm playing the same kind of thing, just mm. with, like just with different elements kind of thing. Yeah. And I just, I guess in my mind, my mind, I go, like, I could probably just play something else. I'd not really interesting yeah and i think this might be very story driven as well like that's the element that it's meant to catch you i guess is that the environment and stuff but mm. it just doesn't captivate me much so yeah, yeah not really on the assassin's creed wagon anymore i think it's yeah like it's such a big factor of the world that they've created and mm. like the pirate world and then egypt i think like being able to explore those places is a huge draw yeah. and you know, mixing it up with some of the ones they've had in, in between that haven't probably been as exotic and as interesting have probably hurt that in some ways. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the difference between Egypt and Greece probably isn't big enough for me to want to go back and play. Uh, I know yeah. that they're obviously separate continents, but I don't know. I just feel like the time period isn't as, uh, yeah. The technology's probably around the same. Probably. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah. And it's so close. Like I know that some of the stuff that they implemented, like the mechanics that they've added to Origins are going to be there in Odyssey. It's just so close. Mm. Like some people are only just getting around to probably playing Origins now because Mm. it came out the same day, I think, as like Wolfenstein and Mm. Stick of Truth was around, not Stick of Truth, the South Park Fractured But Whole was around the same time. Odyssey, Mario Odyssey was around the same time. So, mm. and but coming into that, I remember that a lot of people actually said that they felt bad because they actually felt it was a good game mm. and it yeah, kind it of got a bit overshadowed. So, yeah, um, who knows? Mm. These Assassin's Creed games are always weird to pick. I don't care for them. Uh, I don't think I'll ever buy another one, to be honest with you. I got Black Flag. I, I, I got Black Flag and I, I really enjoyed that one. But I didn't really enjoy the first one um, when I played it way back when on, on the old original Xbox. Mm. Uh, and the criticism and, and, and the commentary around the franchise since hasn't 
you know, it just, you can't trust, but, uh, sorry, Ubisoft to sort of deliver good games is, is basically what I read. So at least for this series, there just seems, I don't know, inconsistent. Like you're saying, Jono, they don't seem far enough apart that you get a new experience. Yeah. And mm. people like, I don't know, from what I hear, people love four. So four is the best and I've played four that I'm like, all right, well, right. I'll let it go. <laughs> yeah. Just try, um, and, just try to name like everyone that's come out and see how far you get. If you think that they haven't done too many of these games. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot. Like there was a period <laughs> where they were launching a new one every single year. Yeah. Like year on year on year. Um, and there's the like, handheld versions and card yeah. games yeah. and it's, yeah. There's <laughs> obviously a market Milk for it. it but Milk yeah, it. It's a huge <laughs> franchise, yeah. They're big enough to make a movie out of it, you know, but... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> also underperformed. Yeah. Uh, so Xbox All Access. Um, codename Project Largo. Uh because everything's got a code name these days. Um, <laughs> this was announced, uh, I believe, earlier this week. Microsoft have um, announced that they w- they want to release Xbox All Access. Um, we were looking uh, before the show, Ali and I, and I think we worked out that it's only going to be in North America. Um, for the, so far. So far, with plans to potentially release it more broadly. Um, what All Access is, is a subscription service which bundles together um, the Xbox Live Gold, Xbox Game Pass, and uh, an actual Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, in case you don't already have one, you can get the Xbox uh, One X for $35 per month US um, or the One S for $22 per month. And it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a plan it's interesting. It's yeah. I get suspicious about um, subscription-based hardware. Yeah, like um, with this one at first, I was kind of a bit dismissive about it because I am like a person that just goes all out and buys. Um, but then it kind of got brought to my attention that there are a lot of people out there that like obviously, like financially, they don't have that benefit. But then they've also said that um, like straight up, there's no upfront co- up upfront cost. And then after the 24 month subscription period, they um they I think they actually get to keep the hardware, the Xbox One. So it's not like you know it'll be taken away from them. But I just don't know what happens when like you forget to pay a month. Like, well, what happens when you cancel? Is yeah. The thing. Well, yeah, and then you got to hand it back. So then they have you all have these like, second-hand consoles. Yeah. Well, but they would send it out to the next person, the next subscriber, right? No, they would not be giving out second-hand consoles. Would what they? are you talking about? Well, you're subscribing. You don't own it. Mm. You're, you're subscribing to it. So I, I can't see why they wouldn't. What but happens when they get months. damaged, though? Is it like a locked-in contract? Is it like your phone? Maybe contract. that's it then. Then if you don't pay, then you know, you get the creditors on your side. So th- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just worry with subscription services and like the youth. Um, and the youth. <laughs> the youth. Um, just because, yeah. But I don't know. I can see the benefits of it, but I obviously wouldn't do it. Well, a, b- a bit of quick math. Um, thirty-five dollars a month over twenty-four months is eight hundred and forty dollars US. Wow, which I is mean, a lot to be spending. Oh, for US, on a, yeah, actually. Which is a lot to be spending on an Xbox One X. It's more than double, probably the original cost. Yeah. yeah. 
and also um i would wager that after you know by the time we get to the 24 month period they've probably already announced their next um their next hardware but then i guess you cancel then yeah but what's the benefit of just keeping it after 24 months you get it you've paid well apparently you've paid double for an xbox one x <laughs> that is about to be discontinued probably plus, in the following the, 24 the X, months plus the you know. x um the xbox live and game pass you've also paid for that yeah you do get that that's true you do get those added bonuses which you know are, are good value not maybe mm. necessarily for that price but the for what they are Game Pass in particular, I think, has proven itself to be a really good value for gamers. Actually, yeah. So there you go. There's the affordability in there where if someone is very, like, tight on money, then, you know, with Xbox Live and Game Pass, they wouldn't be so um, restricted in game, or, like having to go out and buy games because that comes with it, right? So well, Yeah, but I don't know what the actual... If you did it all outright, I don't know what the cost would be, but it, I'm guessing it'd be substantially lower. Like, what's Game Pass a month? As someone that has unfortunately subscribed to it and hasn't unsubscribed to it, but haven't looked into the bank details, I can't even freaking tell you. I think it was like five bucks, yeah. was it? I, I think know. it's five bucks <laughs> US. I'm really bad. It's five probably, bucks a month. I think it's like $8 Australian probably. So it's $120 US for the full 24-month period for Game Pass. So that's, yeah. All right. So anyway, the, the po- this is coming. This is being trialed in North America. So if you're listening and you're in North America and you don't have... Uh, an Xbox already, you may want to consider this. Certainly check out the T's and the C's, I think, because we're already theorizing yeah. potential problems here. <laughs> don't do it. Um, just don't do it. Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I would buy a PS4. anyone do this. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, there I was go. waiting for just it. Just buy a PlayStation. Come on. You blindsided me with that one, John. I thought we were both just kind of like, you know, buy a beware, but you're just... No, nah, just buy a PlayStation. Fucking Sony's already out saying we are the superior console. Oh, hey. well, yeah. They're not wrong. We'll touch, but... we'll, we'll touch on this one. We'll touch on this one. Have you had? Well, actually, I don't um, even put a PC amongst them. Yeah, I, I don't know. This, like, renting never is a good option to me when you can buy. Hmm. So just buy. Um, Be a homeowner. In Sydney property market. Yeah. <laughs> Be a homeowner. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm actually interested to see how they get around, like, problems with the hardware. Uh, it just seems like such a clunky thing to be doing to to be shipping out xboxes all over to subscribers how do you get them back there would be some maybe there's something on there something um some kind of software that locks the machine if you haven't paid your subscription that's probably the only way they get around it (laughs) like that's all i I mean it makes sense but yeah yeah, just the brutality of that just makes me like cringe well otherwise what are you going to do you're going to send a sheriff around to to collect the xbox after six months of no payment no i'm here i'm here for your xbox uh (laughs) jono this is sorry (laughs) (laughs) this is one for jono shovel knight um the final dlc comes uh, in april 2019 What, what, what do we know about it so far it's been announced for a while and it's uh like the first two dlcs were extending well not extending the story but new stories in the same levels basically with Plague Knight, Spectre Knight, which was really good. And that was more than a year ago now. And now we're getting one with King Knight. So these are all free DLCs that have come from them hitting their Kickstarter goals, like stretch goals, mm. which is an awesome thing to, to release all this stuff for free because it's worth paying for in my opinion. But the fact that this is coming out in April makes it two years after the previous DLC. So 
I guess the interesting thing to me is, does that mean that they've been working on this, the full sequel simultaneously? Um, I, I don't really understand why this one has taken that long because uh, the original Shovel Knight, from the, the founding of Yacht Club Studios to releasing it was only three years. So yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, are they working hard on the second game at the same time as this DLC? And that's why the DLC is yeah. taking longer. But yeah, either way, I'm excited to play it and for whatever they do after Shovel Knight's wrapped up for good. Do you reckon they're going to do a double drop in the fact that they'll drop the DLC and then announce the next one? Or? That would be cool, yeah. And I really hope it's like a SNES-style Shovel Knight to kind of take it to that next level. That would be rad. Yeah. Can, can I just say as well, really clever content. I remember playing the Plague Knight DLC. Mm. It's so fun. And it's such a different experience yeah. um, compared to the original game itself. I love this game though. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I feel I like people it. have dropped off and kind of slept on the Spectre Knight DLC because that was like legit almost as good as the original it. like it's much really? better much better than plague knight uh they added really? a lot yeah definitely like the platforming is heaps more interesting with specter knight because he's got a few extra moves that you can do in like dashes and that kind of thing so yeah if you have it on like switch or vita or whatever it's like such an awesome game to play on a handheld so if you enjoyed plague knight i definitely think you should give that a go Next plane. I'm gonna. Trip. I'm gonna give it a. I, I've got it on PlayStation. I'm certainly yeah. gonna give it a crack. Do it. Um. Yeah. I love this game, dude. I. I. I didn't think I'd enjoy it anywhere near as much as I did. I don't even know why I bought it. What, <laughs> I forget why I even got it in the first place. It doesn't look like a game that would typically appeal to me. Yeah. It's kind of the game that got me back into platforming. Really. Like, there's been a few great ones along like this current generation, Guacamelee, and a couple of mm. other ones like that. But yeah, like this one made me go back and play all these Mega Man games that I've been getting into and stuff like that. So shout out to Shovel Knight. Shout I have out to, to play it. Yeah, do it. Shout out to Super Yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Yacht Club. Um Yacht Club. Is it Yacht Club? <laughs> yeah. It's Yacht and Club. I'm thinking of Super Giant as well. I don't know why I'm thinking of yeah. Super Giant. <laughs> Who knows? I'll come back to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure that I'll figure they out make that Bastion? Cache miss. Yeah, they made Bastion, they yeah. did Transistor and um Pyre. Pyre. Pyre? Pyre? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played Pyre. I've played the other two. Pyre's fantastic. Two. Yeah, Pyre might be the best of the three. Far out. I was going <laughs> to say something else there. <laughs> really, shut yeah, the Pyre front is awesome. door. Really, PG it's definitely better good. than Transistor. It's depend- really. Oh yeah, I wasn't the hugest fan of Transistor. I love Bastion. I love Transistor. Yeah, Pyre is so such a special game. I think it's so different from those. That there's a lot more text and reading but the music's so good the gameplay is so satisfying it's such a like there's no game like pyre it's such a weird fusion of different like styles and genres add it to my list they are but i think pyre i listen to the soundtrack for transistor regularly it's great yeah that's probably the best thing about that game but yeah i like the combat i'm a fan of the combat i like that you can customize it and change your approach yeah really drastically depending on what your combination of like little chips is anyway all right moving forward pokemon essentials you may have um seen this during the week pokemon essentials has officially been uh, shut down due to copyright um violations by nintendo america 
Um, I'm not sure why I wrote Australia there. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo America did the did the dirty work here. So if you're not familiar with what Pokemon Essentials was, it was basically a toolkit to let you modify Pokemon game ROMs to basically create your own Pokemon game or your, your own version of the Pokemon experience uh-huh. um, using any of the the Game Boy Advance ROMs um, and I, I guess as well the the later Nintendo DS. Um, ROMs as well. I actually did use this many moons ago um, to to modify um, a Pokemon Red ROM. What did you mod? Uh, what did into you modify it? it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just played around with the tile sets. Um, I played around with the tile sets, and then I also put Pokemon in weird places where they definitely shouldn't be, like <laughs> legendary Pokemon um, in like Route Two, leading from Pallet Town to Viridian City. Oh, so just you like, yeah, well, okay. I was just, mind, mind you, hold on. By this point in life, I'd played the game through like a thousand times. Like I, I wasn't trying to get past Gary. Yeah. At like you know wait so um, can you nugget bridge or whatever can you put mewtwo or whatever at the start yeah at, at like a level oh, yeah at like a level five a level then... one a level one you well, can make him a yeah. an encounter pokemon that you just keep running into does he have moves that work at that level or is it just tackle until he reaches like level 50 or something oh uh, now you're now you're testing my memory <laughs> i'm not sure if you can actually change the moves or if you they just get what they right. probably should have scaled back but yeah. um but, but the idea is that you can you have basically complete control over the the rom it's like the game itself to create your own experience i don't know too much about how much um well actually no like some very successful roms were created using pokemon essentials one of them was pokemon uranium which might be one of the most popular um pokemon uh, mods ever um, Pokemon Rocket was another one so you can obviously do event um, create events and triggers in the game using Pokemon Essentials uh, it was like you know it had a whole community around it there are a lot of people who are really um, into creating their own Pokemon games it certainly kept like Pokemon I guess relevant to um, later generations while you know people were waiting for yeah. the next 100 odd looking creatures to come out mm-hmm. um but this is kind of what nintendo does though you know they're pretty defensive of of their ip which they do have every right to be um and they got they us got this thing they yeah hit, they, they, they even got i ate bit i got they got me too i had a sweet like snes style putting in work t-shirt that there's only like two or three of in existence because of uh the old they, takedown <laughs> copyright whatever yeah. yeah they are pretty aggressive yeah are they <laughs> they, yeah. they get everything but it took them years um i mean this was around for like i don't know it probably says in somewhere online but like maybe eight to ten years um but now it's gone so no more pokemon essentials for anyone wait um doesn't it just live on on people's hard drives though like it's not an online oh, it, it, it would but it's yeah. not being shared from there was one page in particular where um a community was um redistributing later versions and tools um that were later to do different things they've since stopped doing that i'll get the actual website now actually that'd be handy but anyway it does live on in people's hard drives and of course you know just like even though cool roms is now no longer a thing there are obviously still rom websites where you can download roms so the internet being the internet you can do it um, but the, the, it's the major distribution of these softwares that is kind of being the Nintendo really sort of stamping on here. 
No, fair enough. I just love that the ROMs are still okay, though. They're not. R- ROMs are... Uh, well, okay, I say. In, you know. The ROMs are. Like, so Nintendo, I think we said, um, we had the story on here like two or three months ago about how they were taking down cool ROMs and another major ROM site, um, which are responsible for distributing, you know, millions and millions and millions of ROMs in their lifetime. Mm. So they're going for like the heads of these problems. It's hard to actually, you know, police it down to the individual user level. But mm-hmm. if you can at least stop the distribution of it, then you, you you know that's like a significant part of the fight one, and that's what they're doing. So, you know, it's look, it's well within their rights to do it. I oh, probably obviously. would be pretty cranky if someone was pinching my IP, but uh, I don't know. There was I couldn't find anywhere like any sort of money associated with this tool. Um, Just the ads, right? Well, is it even ads? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just know. like a fan tool. Like if it's a fan yeah. tool, that kind of makes it a bit irky, but I don't know. Anyway. If they were making money from it, it would have been shut down a long time ago. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. On to our final story for the day and certainly the one I think I've been looking forward to the most. <laughs> Because it's like another fantastic episode of the internet losing its mind. Um, hashtag Puddlegate. I love that it's got gate at the end of it. Everything's, everything's a gate. Yeah. If it doesn't um, have a gate at it, it's not a real controversy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it can't be. It has to... Who comes up with this stuff, by the way? <laughs> Who, whoever's the first person to like uh, coin the term, they must feel so proud, so special. It's not hard. <laughs> No, you just you take the keyword and throw a gate at the end of it. Yeah. Puddlegate. Puddlegate is a controversy um, that is surrounding the upcoming release of Spider-Man on uh, on PlayStation. Jono, this is one of yours. I'll let you do the dirty work here. You've prepared a bit of a spiel. You didn't want to read it out? My, my spiel isn't actually correct. Factually. Okay. My, I, I got bored and I thought <laughs> I'd just kind of like embellish a lot. So yeah. there's a bit of a story was, in there. I was watching the Google Doc as it was going up and it was it was fairly entertaining. Uh, but <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, uh, it was about a month ago by now. Like this has taken a while to to really come to where it's at now. But a side by side comparison was published online of a key scene that we've seen in Spider Man demos where he's like in some construction site, and basically the original E three demo has. Uh, a large puddle <laughs> this sounds so stupid has a large puddle across <laughs> the ground and uh this second one has a smaller puddle the more recent uh footage or screenshot we've seen and the light is also in a different position which has changed the obviously the lighting effects across the whole scene and people have been talking about it as a graphical downgrade of the game uh in since so- e3 since e3 yeah which yeah. does happen um mm. But Insomniac has said that it's not a downgrade, it's just a smaller puddle. That was the final word that I heard about it originally. But somehow it's kicked up since then of people, maybe they're just going into a little into a little bit too much detail. I've, To be honest, I've mostly just seen the response to the criticism. I haven't seen much of the criticism itself because maybe I just mm. don't want to go down that, that path because it's ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, when I first saw it, I just thought, oh, the, the light has moved, therefore... The shadows are slightly different. The reflections yeah. are slightly different. And that is enough to make, to some people, like there's less contrast or something, I guess. But yeah, they're just running with it and saying 
we're gonna boycott this game it's not what you've <sighs> like pitched to us i'm canceling my pre-order yeah and yeah. i think I that it. that's so ridiculous because like even if they have downgraded the game like it's for a, like to me it's for a reason it's so that the game can mm-hmm. run better and it's yeah. still gonna be an awesome experience so you're just shooting yourself in the foot if you refuse to buy it because it's something so lame yeah i personally yeah. haven't like like you i haven't actually seen people making the claims and you know making mm. these kind of stupid statements i've seen more the reaction to people um to this actual controversy it sounds like something that would only get started on reddit for a bunch yeah. of bored people um well yeah i yeah. love that people want just they want to attack what sam no, you're right. Yeah, it's the <laughs> starter of Reddit for a bunch of poor people. You sounded like you were going to do the whole defense thing that you like to do when we, when we have these no, stories. No, no, no. Like, well, I'm, hang on. Let's think about it from the other I'm going I'm to I'm I'm let you finish, but I'm itching to go here. Because I did. I I went right down the rabbit hole of this one. Oh, oh no, good. then please and it was, go it was, for it. It was, it was glorious. Like, go for it. I want to hear about it. I don't I don't have like a particular... Um, I do, I do have like a, I guess, a, a, like a perspective on this after mm-hmm. having gone down the rabbit hole. But I was going through the whole thing, like just, you know, not trying to swing one way or the other, just to see where people are really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to start by saying, yeah, look, the two, the side-by-side comparison of that particular scene is the same shot taken, one's at E3, one's at a, a you know, much more recent trailer. It does look shabbier. Like undeniably, it looks it looks shabbier. I'm not saying there's been a downgrade. There has definitely been a change in lighting. The puddle, like, because if you look at what was shown at E3, like the puddle has like reflections of city buildings in the distance and lights, and it, it actually does add to the scene. Like, it actually looks really cool. Mm. Um, but they've but they've they've changed that. Um, not saying it's a downgrade. Just saying they have changed it. I think after the change, it kind of looks a little worse. But that's what has sparked the whole thing. So what people did was they they started finding other scenes from um, previous trailers that were shown in later trailers to to see if you know the same is true across you know all of the scenes that we have available to us. And amidst all of the harping on and craziness, uh, what's actually come out is that the game um, in certain scenes actually looks a lot better. Like they've they've done a lot to the game since they've added little assets here and there. Like there's one of you know him just rolling across the street, and you see it's like a T intersection. You can kind of see um, the sort of Z axis of a street going down into the distance, and you can see the addition of signs and lighting and stuff um, in the more recent version of it. So like it it, it adds to it. It looks better. It's just yeah. in this one particular comparison, it doesn't look great. So the lighting's changed, and that's all really. Um, in some, the said is that they've changed the lighting and they've made the puddle smaller, which I thought was obvious. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, the, the light's coming from a different direction." <laughs> yeah, but it looks, uh, and I wonder if this was kind of done on purpose. It, it looks grainier, almost like the colors look. Um, I'll say, like, what's what's the word I'm looking for here? They, it just looks kind of dull. It mm. doesn't look as sharp. Um, but we're looking at screenshot there like we're looking exactly, at a screenshot are, are. we don't know if it's like they're both taken from the same res or anything like one of them could be from a YouTube <laughs> screenshot and the other one could be from an E3 demo that's sent to press or something like <laughs> I'm just I'm just imagining 
the poor person that actually like that it's like it came up on their worksheet the run sheet like oh we need you to fix up this puddle from this thing kind of thing so they did and then this happens and they're probably like are you fucking serious like, like I know, that's what you're focusing on i want to know what the conversation was like and it's like when all this started with like get, you know bringing bringing lead design blah 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 barry what's this about did we downgrade uh no sir we in this one scene we um changed the lighting source from east to west and uh, we just thought it would look a bit better with without the puddle so what the fuck is twitter on about there <laughs> i don't know so all we did was move a puddle here's the here's the thing though like you only have let's to, get in front of this you only have to yeah. look at actual footage from this game to see that it looks spectacular and i don't know how you can it see amazing. You, you only have to like i don't know how you can see that footage and go this game isn't what they like sold sold us or sold tried us to on. sell us you know like oh, it's on. and it, like brian altano from ign had an awesome tweet that was a like side by side picture of a big mac on the sign and then the big mac that they actually give you at mcdonald's and how different they look but it's still mm. a big mac like you're not disappointed it still tastes good it doesn't look as good yeah but like you don't say hey this these, these fries aren't as perfectly placed as they are on the ad so i don't want them anymore like it just doesn't make any sense no it's just the culture but you know what it is though john i'm gonna um play devil's advocate for a moment i think it's the people no no i just think i think the reason people get upset one of it's hysteria obviously but but the other side of it is that people feel like they've been cheated because the game hasn't come out yet and i know but just (laughs) hear me out people people think that they get sold on an idea and a concept years in advance at e3 um on something that does look genuinely spectacular and then they're taught they're shown something that um disagrees with that and and you know contrast to that that the game might not necessarily be 100 percent of what it was Echoes of No Man's Sky, oh, man. echoes of other games with graphical. It's the game of the year, goddammit. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, like people feel cheated, and you can you can understand that feeling. That's naive, but, though. I think you have, to, you have to bake valid. it into your expectations that whatever you're seeing at E3, it's probably it's probably running on like not even a, a PlayStation. It's probably running on a PC or something. People I don't know. Don't. Yeah, right, it is. Like, people <laughs> don't. Yeah, people people don't um temper their expectations yeah. that way though. You know, and it's so easy to get caught up, you know, like uh, in, in Reddit and in Twitter, it's so easy to get swept. I, I love this shit, dude. Like, I was, I was like eating this up <laughs> as I was reading through it. I know. I don't care. Personally, for me, I, I don't care what the graphics look. Yeah. I play WoW, for God's sake. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not living on the cutting edge. Yeah. Um, I hope these people so- boycott it and just miss out on an awesome game. And then they like have to buy it with their tail between their legs because people are going to be like, there's a photo mode in this game and we are going to see some of the most amazing images coming out of this game. Definitely. Like Uh. Spider-Man swinging amazing, like reflections on the skyscrapers and all that kind of thing. And people are just going to go, Oh, I guess it looks pretty good. Give me, give me Spider-Man two on PlayStation two any day. (laughs) Like that game felt amazing. You know, like there's something really cool about just being Spidey slinging through New York. Yeah, it's it's it feels great. If it was just a current gen upgrade of Spider-Man Two, people would still be stoked. <laughs> Fucking all over it, man. I'd be all over it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you look. If people boycott it, I think they're probably doing themselves a disservice. It looks like a, such a great game. Um, 
but anyway, for, for more on that, you know, just Google hashtag Puddlegate. It's fun. Like just as an exercise, it's fun. Um, I don't really know if there's much more we can really go into on this one. Uh, that's it for the news this week. I think that's plenty. Um, one other little thing just thrown at the end. The Streets of Rage 4 got announced this week. Yeah. Who Crazy. saw that coming? I know. <laughs> Amazing. It's being put, um, put together by um, a developer in France. Um, oh. So anyway, there was a trailer that dropped for that. Feel free to Google that if you're a, if you're a beat-em-up kind of player. Um, I don't know if there's many left anymore. Uh, anyway, that's the news. One other thing, actually, Ali, you, you threw this in right at the end here. Um, Destiny 2 is also free me. on PS4. Oh, sorry, Jono threw this yeah. in right at the end here. Read, read the comment. My bad. I saw Destiny. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely did not put this in there. I, I saw this. I saw Destiny 2, and I just assumed you, Ali. My, my bad. I appreciate that. But sorry. yeah, read the rest of it, and you'll see why. I, I will read the comment, Jono. You, you posed the question: Did it sell that bad, or are they trying to get more people onto the, the DLC? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a big Destiny guy, so I'm not sure where this has come from, why they've chosen to not just release it free on PS Plus, but like a week early, they they released it on for free. So, I don't know, usually that says that there's something, there's an idea, a concept, a, a strategy behind it, and I'm interested because uh, usually yep. when I come on this podcast, there's someone talking about Destiny, so Ali. <laughs> usually me. <laughs> recently hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> sam's got your wow covered i've got yeah. your destiny covered um yeah. <laughs> so pretty much with forsaken that's coming out very very soon um you're dropping you're essentially dropping the same amount for a brand new game right um but what comes with that is is that you will need the previous content that usually goes with it so what they have is a forsaken legacy edition where it'll give you all the previous content so i guess they kind of know if to get anyone on board with forsaken which is already a big purchase themselves mm. that asking them to actually buy destiny 2 mm. is probably a little too much so give that for free get them to buy the legacy edition and then that way they can still get more people on sure so you think this is a smart oh, move uh, it's, it's a move yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because i think it. even like i downloaded this and i'm gonna play it i think because i've got uh, probably another couple of hours in the night in the woods and then i'm gonna jump in for a a bit of destiny before before what? spider-man wow. hits but i'll probably you know i'll probably be playing by myself you know well hold on no Jono. yes let me uh let me pull up a chair next to you there my friend and pick up the sticks because i actually also have uh destiny 2 on playstation already and oh, i feel God. like i've wronged you i feel like i've wronged you <laughs> with the last okay. of us so uh mate pick we'll a time pick a date okay. i'll put down um i'll put down world of warcraft i'll pick up destiny 2 just for oh, you my, my friend God. I'm just. I almost. Yeah. I, I almost want to see this recorded, like this gameplay between you two. I don't know why. Uh, I just think it'd be no, hilarious. Maybe I'll stream it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> through PlayStation. Yeah, those are yeah. the best Twitch streams on PlayStation. I've never touched this game, so I'll be. Oh, really? Yeah. You'll actually. I think you might enjoy it. It's a. Yeah. It is a good game. Give me a few hours to learn how to play, <laughs> and then we'll okay. get into it. But yeah, I mean, I think that, like, the fact that this is releasing on ps plus is probably playstation trying to pick up the the standard for for that service it's a triple a game it's i think it's pretty cool to see a game that big going for free yeah yeah it, it, they and the oh, icon for actually... it already is is the forsaken i think it's got the forsaken text on the like logo already so they are heavily pimping that oh yeah um, 
Well, stay tuned for the next time Jono and I are on the podcast <laughs> together. We'll tell you more about our adventures through Mars, um, going up against the Forsaken. Um, <laughs> that is it, I think, for the news, officially. Uh, so let's look at the iTunes Review of the Week. iTunes Review of the Week. Glad I don't know NATO, part two. There's actually a part three of that, oh, which no. I, thought, I thought it would be too much to bring it on. But power to I Wish I Didn't Know NATO for changing your um your review from a one star to a five star uh we do appreciate that um they it's actually this, really this funny is a saga uh, it, it's been a funny saga yeah they, they're actually calling nato out again on something dummy said about um he basically, <laughs> he basically said Shocking. uh he tried doing some division when he was defending himself on the <laughs> podcast he was saying you said the podcast is five stars and NATO one star. Well, do the math 2.5 stars. Um, he said 3.5 the first time, I think. 3.5, I don't know. <laughs> so basically that person's come back to strike at him once again. Oh. I think I'm starting to like that person a bit more than NATO now. So I'm starting to wonder if it's you, Ali. <laughs> I'm trying to figure <laughs> this out who is this me person in the background. Is. Just, yeah, this no, I wouldn't give myself one star. Five stars. You gave the podcast five. You gave NATO one. Uh, I don't know who this is, but anyway, this isn't the review that we're reading out this week. This review that I'm reading out this week comes from JDP Cart 18. Um, the review is titled Three Aussie Gamers, One Hungry Podcast, Five Stars. There are many gaming podcasts out there, but the Hungry Gamers most certainly have their own spin and opinions on the most current games and news. I'm not sure if that's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> Brendan, Ali, and Salim have a wide variety of tastes in gaming. The collaboration between the three of them works really well. Also, now that I know NATO, I wish I hadn't in brackets. Nah, just kidding. He's all right. Uh, check these guys out. It's definitely worth a listen. That's uh, an awesome review. I, it is, but I'm wondering if they've actually ever listened to an episode. We talk about, like we just said, Destiny Wow all the time. Um <laughs> Our opi- well, we do have opinions, that's for sure. Oh, and how. <laughs> the opinions are there. And how. Um, no, thank you so much, JDP Card 18, for that wonderful review. Um, Jono, of course, you don't get a mention, but, you know, deep down, we all love you. We consider you part of the part of the family yeah. here. Your opinions are valid. Hopefully. And I think you bring a little bit of authenticity and, and legitimacy to this podcast that uh. we frankly lack. Well, um, hopefully I can make it true. into an iTunes review one day in a more glowing manner than NATO has. The, well, it, it's not going to be hard. It's not going to be hard. It's a low bar, mate. You could step over that one. <laughs> um, now, uh, thank you very much uh, again for the review. And if you would like to leave us a review, you can do so. Just go onto iTunes um, and drop your comments there and your, your star rating. Um, it, it is certainly... You know, we, we say this every week, but for good reason. It's always refreshing to to hear that people are in fact listening. It's great to see what people think of the podcast as well. Um, we we certainly don't do it because we like each other. We do it because we like the process um, and and getting some kind of validation for that's good. Ali and I see eye to eye. Brenton and I occasionally we you know don't see eye to eye, which is why we haven't been on a podcast together for a while. It's why I ghosted last week. I was really upset with Brendan because he. I don't know. I, I I have nowhere to go with this. Brendan's lovely. He doesn't ever do anything wrong. Thanks for showing uh, up this week. You're welcome. Yeah, I kind of had to. <laughs> Just the final fucking blow at the end of the podcast from Jono. 
Uh, uh, keep him in line, Just joking, Johnny. Brennan, we love you. Uh, but do leave us a review. Uh, you can check out more of the podcasts as well that are within the 8-Bit family by going to that hashtag I mentioned at the top of the show, hashtag 8-Bit Collective. You will see um, fantastic podcasts like Putting in Work, which um, last week had Jennifer Hazel, uh, who is a doctor, Dr. Jennifer Hazel, from um, who's the founder of Checkpoint and does fantastic work um, with gamers uh, about raising around mental health awareness. There was some interesting commentary, Jono, this week around uh, the need for uh, actual real-world support networks and, and, and support groups, which I think isn't something we really mm. talk about a lot. We tend to focus in on the idea that gaming is a very social um, activity because we deal with a lot of people, we're just dealing with them online. Um, I actually really like to see that that sort of uh, comment be made, I guess. Yeah, it's interesting mm. stuff. Yeah. Um, who do you have on this week? Uh, well, I usually don't promote it, but this is The Hungry Gamers, so I'm going to give you some bonus content right here. Hey, and uh, drop that Matt O'Kine will be joining the podcast former triple j breakfast presenter comedian star of the other guy on stan and hulu yeah so that's That's a yeah that's a great conversation still editing that one but it will be out thursday morning in australia he's awesome i saw him live uh a comedy store called happy endings he's he's hilarious (laughs) man he's so funny i cannot wait to, to catch that also i've been hosting it is what it is while jack's away so bringing some of my old journalism mates in for that cool uh so go check out hashtag 8 collective check out put in work for that conversation with matt o'kine um and of course dr jennifer hazel and the back catalog of stars that Jono seems to keep rolling in i don't know how you're paying these people mate but fantastic <laughs> uh and also be sure to check out audio technica we're actually all wearing our audio technica jumpers at the moment yeah. it's comfy it's it so is good. comfy their streetwear is fantastic, but it's not their streetwear that we love them for. It's their audio equipment. Um, they've been with us um, very close to the beginning of the Hungry Gamers and, and 8-Bit, but we were actually um, using their equipment right from the very start, um, mm-hmm. right back when it was Brendan, Reese, and myself. And Brendan and I bought 18 mics, and, and uh, there wasn't an 18 mixer. We got another mixer, but we had 18 mics. Um, Reese had a like a it looked like a John Law special. It was like this gold mic, yeah, uh, which was not very good. And we ended up very quickly replacing that with also an AT twenty twenty. So mm-hmm. big fan of them from the, the beginning and for good reason. Their equipment is fantastic. If you have any audio needs, be sure to go and check Audio Technica out. And I think that really wraps up for episode 118 was there anything else um other than plugs well where where can we find you guys sorry i probably skipped over that part totally did um you can obviously find me everywhere at miss ali hunt you can find me on twitter at jono himself and uh you can find me at salim td you can find 8-bit at we are 8-bit and that is it, I think, for episode 118. Thanks, guys, for, for another absolutely fantastic episode. And we will see you all next week. Until then, much love. And stay hungry. Um. 
You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.